friends ain't nobody dope as me i'm just so fresh so clean so fresh so clean clean i got to sing today in class did i tell you about that no not on purpose because it was today well that would make sense (laughs) right um so basically today we had class welcome to episode 22 go on hey Um, sterling we had class today and we were talking about trademarks um we're gonna start this off quick all right with Jump Conspiracy in. Corner. Yo, right into the Conspiracy Corner. For our corner. faithful listeners, they'll know uh, that Conspiracy Corner is at least arguably my personal favorite bit. Um, at the same time, those of you joining What's us up, on, on Instagram Live uh, are, are may be unaware. Conspiracy Corner is a bit on our podcast where we talk about our favorite recent conspiracy theories. Or ones that we've made up. Right. Like string cheese theory. Or just things that we don't understand as people, as human beings. Mostly that. So this week's Conspiracy Corner comes to me and you and everyone else via um, class that I had today. The class was intellectual property. Go on. We were talking about trademarks. Trademarks. Valid thing. Valid good thing to know about. And so basically there's a few kinds of trademark that you can have and it's easier to protect like something kind of ambiguous um, or something arbitrary or fanciful like Exxon very okay. easy to protect made up word yeah and uh, the Apple apples have nothing to do with computers so that's easy to protect right the farther into like being generic that you go the harder it is right and so you can't protect like ice cream because then no one would be able to since they last forever no one would be able to nobody's safe from ice cream <laughs> right you don't want to try and serve yourself up a bowl like, of ice of cream is cold and creamy <laughs> You know, that's rough. That's going to be hard to do. So we were talking, and basically our assignment was look around the classroom, find a thing that has a trademark on it. Right. And say, what part of the trademark world do you think that that belongs to? And one of our classmates said, Monster Energy Drink. Okay. Now, I don't know if many – well, I don't know if many of you are familiar with the conspiracy theory I'm about to unveil. But for the the uninitiated, (laughs) we're a rock star family here. Um that's not what we drink, but not a sponsor. We'll get to those in a little bit. Uh, monster Energy Drink has three kind of like claw marks, it looks like, down the middle of the can. And then a monster, um, it just says monster in kind of a funky text. The O's got like a weird symbol thing through it. <clears throat> and their, their slogan is Unleash the Beast. So we were talking <laughs> and a classmate argued, I think this should be descriptive, meaning that it elicits some sort of kind of like you know, it's not too hard to think that, oh, maybe this symbol or this word elicits an idea. Right. And so that's a hard one to protect. And so I we're like, think I know what conspiracy theory you're about to bring up. Good. Because what happened was <clears throat> a second classmate or the classmate arguing that this should be descriptive said, the reason I think it should be descriptive is that I don't know how many of you guys know this, 
but the logo on the can, the three marks, right. is actually a 666. Yes, this is exactly, exactly the one I thought you were going to bring up. Here's the thing. There's no backing for that outside of one video that I've seen. <laughs> and it's a woman at a convention of undisclosed like, nature. I okay, think it's I was like, going to say yeah. it was some kind of religious convention. It's like some sort of religious, religious convention. <clears throat> um, Either that or it's like a small business kind of. Right. But what thing. a weird way to market a small business because here's what happens. I immediately Google three words. I Google religious monster lady. First thing that <laughs> pops up is this video. It's two Ooh. minutes and 14 seconds. And to give a brief description, this woman is describing to onlookers the theory behind Monster Energy and their advertising and that it's secretly a bunch of Satanists. Now, she starts. My favorite part about this is that it's not that she makes crazy arguments because they're crazy arguments. It's that she has to jump so far from one topic to the next (laughs) <laughs> that like technically anything could be Satanism. Yeah. And so uh, starting off hot on this podcast, a so good talk about Satanism. Um, also not a sponsor. <laughs> Gee, thanks, Satan. So, it's satin. <laughs> it's satin, actually. It's very, it's velvety soft. So anyway, the woman starts and she goes, let me take it. Let me have you take a look at this can here. You know, you notice the three marks, short top, long bottom, says that about seven more times. She (laughs) says, then we look to the Hebrew alphabet. Now, in the Hebrew alphabet, (laughs) this one letter, the number six as well, has a short top, long bottom. To her credit, they look similar. Its name is Neville. And so, hi, Andy. And so, um, again, good good reason for you to listen to us. I'm going to take a quick pause. Andy, uh, let's finish that music video. Yeah, uh, we're going to shame one of our listeners right now. We're not shaming him. We're asking him nicely because he's a busy, busy man. Finish our shit, buddy. Please, thanks. So. Anyway, this woman's talking. She, she says, first, you got a 666, but only based on the Hebrew alphabet. Fine. Next thing she says, we look at the words. It says monster on it. Now, why would it say monster? Unleash well, if we look closely at the O on the monster can, what's that? A cross. It's a cross. <laughs> Loosely at best. I'm starting to lose her here. <laughs> she then asks. Well, there is an O in the middle of the right, cross. Right. And so she then asks. Um. Okay, well, next we move on. It says BFC. Do you know what that stands for? Big uh, can. And it even says it right on the side. It says big friggin' mm, can. can. Well, I decided to look and see if this was a Christian company. Do you know what a MILF is? Is the next words out of her mouth. (laughs) Which, weird argument to lead off with still. But I guess I'm trying to track with her. So we've got, okay, let's start. We've got Hebrew 666. We've got a cross kind of in, like a crosshair more than anything. We've got BFC and we've got MILFs who drink it. Um, And so... Anyway, she kind of sums it, it up. It says it right in the description. Right. She sums it up and says, I'll have you look one more time. Their slogan says, unleash the beast. And then when you turn the cross, <laughs> what's witchcraft? It's the cross upside down. And she fucking slams this bottle and goes, bottoms up. And it's the most <laughs> ominous shit in the entire world. Because if you hadn't sold me up to that point, the bottoms up would have done it immediately. She's Satan. So my conspiracy corner is that there's real people who I consider very intelligent who are actively promoting this idea yeah. that 
there's a cabal <laughs> of Satanists behind Monster Energy who are encouraging the youths. Have you ever like looked into Satanism? No, I haven't. Like it's it's much less uh Satan-y? Satan-y than you would ex- expect. Go ahead, tell the like people it, about Satanism. I don't, Satanism I don't I've only read like one article on it. I can't okay. I can't give you like the full rundown. I can tell you more about the Juggalos than I can about Satanism. <laughs> Go ahead and tell me more about the Juggalos than Satanism. Uh, the Juggalos the Juggalos are just uh, the, misunder- the Juggalos. Is that, is the Juggalos that... are just misunderstood, man. <laughs> I, I don't I've know heard, that I agree with I've that. heard gathering of the Juggalos no matter how weird it is is one of the most friendly, accepting places you can go. Like, it doesn't matter what you're feeling. Somebody's going to have a fago for you, and somebody is going to give you a hug. A nice hug. I, not even a rude hug. Okay. And I could be into that. Like, you know what? You know how ICP started? Go ahead. Uh, the guys just wanted to pay for their daughters to go to college. Wait, that's, that's super wholesome. That's the Oh, my shit. God. Wait, hold on. What? Yeah. Is that actually it? Yeah. I had no idea. And then they actually got popular- and then this whole juggalo movement started and really at its core, it's like love and brotherhood and making money for your kids to go to college. And then they lock themselves into a career accidentally where they have to paint their faces. They have to paint their faces and they have to spray their audience with cheap, cheap soda. Hate it. But I can't riff on that. Right. Like, I can't I can't be like, oh, what a dumb idea to get your kids through college. How it's dumb like, is that? It's like anything else. You got to hate on the people that make it shitty. Right. Like, I'm definitely not don't a, big, be a fucking right. crazy person. I'm not a big fan of people going around like murdering other people. Yeah. I don't know that many people are. I don't think they are. But if you're like, if you're out to just love each other and be accepting of people, yeah, yeah I can support that. Okay. I'll get, I'll send your daughter to college. If you guys have any conspiracy ideas that you want us to talk about, feel free to send them to us. Tweet us, us the deets. Uh, look out. We might set up a, a Snapchat um, where you can shout, shoot us ideas. We've talked about this before, too. We're still open to sponsorship ideas. We're going to be getting to a, our yeah. sponsor segment a little Actually, later. Actually, I was figuring we could just jump into oh, sponsors gonna, right now. Up. We have, okay. a, we well, have a little break. Well, I'll read um, my sponsorship later. How about okay. that? So uh, our first uh, our first sponsorship of this episode is uh, a new place called The Strip. Okay. Um, it's a combination fast food and exotic dancing place. We got <laughs> dancing baddies and meaty daddies. <laughs> Come on down to the strip. (laughs) (laughs) That is the best tagline I've ever heard. Go ahead. One more time. What was that? That's the strip. We got dancing baddies and meaty daddies. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) I. Here's the worst part. I don't hate that on like a fundamental level. I'm not going to say I'm going to go there. every. Bye, Andy. I'm not going to say I'm going to go there every day. I'm not going to say I'm not going to go there every day. That. <laughs> Here's the thing. We challenged each other to write a sponsorship idea or two by this week, and I we didn't tell each other what they were. I'm now very concerned about mine being anywhere near as Was funny. that a walk-off? That's definitely, yeah, that's a dinger right in the first round. It's at least round, an in-the-park thir- triple. In-the-park third. Yeah. Go ahead. Run a third of the base. <laughs> Hitting a third of a home run? Get I'm out of Sleeve here. McDykel. We all know that. This is the throwback <laughs> segment all of a sudden. This is catching everybody up on all the inside oh, jokes God. all at once. That's incredible. Do they have any promotions going on? How, what's their sponsorship um, entail us to? Well, they only serve chicken strips. Like no no anything. Like no, no, nothing no else. Like, it's, well, flavored I'm just wets, kidding. No, like, uh, they don't have any flavored wets. You buy those at the bar. That's not part of the fast food that seems aspect. Fair. The fast food aspect is chicken strips okay like, that's what you can get there they have vegan chicken strips like are they grilled um, no uh or are no they fried? They're, they're fried because let me say this 
Friars at a strip joint seems like kind of a risky proposition. Uh, yeah. Easiest way to kill germs, though. That's some hot oil. <laughs> Woof. I don't like it one bit. Go ahead. Tell you said they had they had vegetarian options too. Yeah, they have they have uh, well they say they have vegetarian options. Uh, they're still just the same chicken strips. They just tell you they're vegan. Oh, I'm into that. I can believe that. Yeah. Um, did they give us a promo code at all? Uh, yeah. If you type in. Uh, promo code chicken C H K N. Okay. Chicken. Chicken. That's a ten percent off your first order of of chicken strips, and uh, if you bring your receipt from the chicken strips, you get your first laugh dance fifty percent off. So I was actually they actually emailed me earlier today. Okay. Um, they gave me a second promo code. Oh yeah. Um, it's for fifty percent off legs and wings, <laughs> in no particular order. And it's strip them. That's S-T-R-I-P-E-M, strip them, for 50% off your first pair of legs and wings. <laughs> A daily special at, at the strip. At the strip. <laughs> One more time. That's Dancing Baddies and Meaty, meaty Daddies. daddies. <laughs> I hate it. Like, I'm... <laughs> So if you have any sponsorship <laughs> ideas similar to the strip, our loyal sponsors, go ahead and tweet us those deets. Go ahead and slide into my DMs. Oops, it's slippery outside. Slide on in. Yo, I thought of something today. Oh, I'm glad. Uh, Carpe DMs. Seize us by the DMs, why don't you? Seize us by the DMs, for sure. I, I just realized I've never seen anybody use that. Which is disappointing, um, for sure. Yeah. But now we have. As much as DMs are relevant anymore. Uh, so let me Still. let me ask you that then. Are they relevant? I think that poses a good question. There was a oh, big absolutely. influx in DM game. This is not my world. This is not something I know about. I just talked with Michael about this the other day. Okay. We are part of the age group okay. that is in social media. Sure. But we use it to like show highlights of our lives and it's like self-promotion okay. social media. Right. Younger kids, like high schoolers and and even middle schoolers, mm -hmm. which is frightening. Yeah, that's kind of just how they operate. And By so, DMs? like, they don't necessarily have each other's phone numbers, but you have somebody's Instagram, their Snapchat, oh, yeah. their Twitter, oh, yeah. and it's easier for them to fire off a DM on Instagram or Twitter yeah. or a direct message or a, send a snap um, than it is to find the person's number and either call them or text them. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Which is crazy. That is crazy. And I, I like that I'm thinking about it now. You look at the generation before yours, and right. especially in recent history, you have like a technologically savvy kind of revolution spike right up. Right. Where grandparents yell at you when you try and set up a Facebook because they don't understand it and somehow that's right. my fault. Yeah. This isn't a personal thing or anything. <laughs> um, and then you have parents who either like worked with technology in their careers and understand it arguably better, like or at least on a deeper level. Yeah, at and least so, on like, like a troubleshooting level for sure. Right, can figure stuff out. But also then like certain parents who work as like computer programmers will know like the in-depth elements of technology, right. but not be able to relate to the new versions of it. Right. Where they're like, I could tell you how this works, but I don't know what people use it for. Right. And then you have our generation, which is kind of the, the I guess, middle ground, where it's like yeah. still around for the stuff we're seeing and right. adaptable enough to pick it up, but still liable to fall behind eventually. Yeah. 
my thought is at what point is it going to be like because you always hear like oh my god they put that on TV like I remember like South Park and even the Simpsons and shit people like they can put that on regular TV that's crazy go ahead Tide Pods oh that's just going to be the 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 culling right there is just Tide Pods is shutting it down yep they already banned them from YouTube they've been locking them up in stores a lot recently Tide Pods and Dead Guys well what Tide Pods makes sense (laughs) yeah and Dead Guys I guess also makes sense yeah. now that you say it that way. Don't put dead guys in your videos because then people hate you and you still go up in subscribers. Logan Paul, more like <laughs> Logan Tall, am I right? <laughs> Long story short, don't eat Tide Pods, kids. Anyway, I think DMs are important because your DM game got to be strong. Right. Like, even if you're just using it for normal conversation, because it is included with social media, you still have to come correct with it. You know what I'm saying? You can't just, uh, yeah. like, because you can send a text that says, hey, or what's up? But if you send a DM that says, hey, what's, or up? what's up? Or yeah. what are you doing? You're not getting anything back. I'm just bummed that I feel old all of a sudden. Well, you know. This is the episode where we age 65 years in 12 minutes. Oh, my God. Speaking of 12 minutes, we're going to log off Instagram and get back to the episode. See you Saturday. So long. And uh, now let's continue. Zane, um, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, no, had, you, you had something to jump sir, into there. I'd ask that you go ahead. All right. Well, uh, since this podcast isn't necessarily super PC, uh, let's talk about living next to a school. Because <laughs> I feel <laughs> this like. This feels like it's going to take a super dark direction all of a sudden. <laughs> I feel like everything I do is illegal only because I'm in proximity to a school. Like just being an adult. <laughs> like like I would... use I use knives in my kitchen and they're not and like, like child safe knives. You're hesitant. And I feel like I'm gonna get arrested for that. I thought because again, it definitely felt like it was trending towards a sex thing for sure. And I'm glad it isn't at least right off no. of that. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Because, Just like me, right. I feel uncomfortable being outside shoveling my walks right. while the kids are at recess because they're just going to stare across the street at me doing normal everyday shit. I don't know that as a kid I learned how to blink till I was 13. <laughs> and I say that because if you look at most kids, especially ones who are like preoccupied with shit, their eyes don't work that good. Right. And they kind of just look at you. And it's not a dead stare, but it's close. No, it's not It's not quite deadpan, but they're thinking so hard to try to figure it out. Well, and they're not thinking about anything good either. They're thinking Mm-mm. about, like, a fart or, like... <laughs> like Usually just that. Right, or, like, why they feel a way about a classmate that isn't just kind of ambivalent. Right. Or, like, what sort of snowball to throw. Right. You know, like, anything that's not... Like, stuff that's not going to take up... How many milks could they chug that day at lunch? Right. That feels like a personal story. It was. <laughs> so many how, side how many, cramps. I think, I think we drank, like, eight milks at lunch. The plural eight milks? <laughs> Just an arbitrary milk unit? <laughs> well, is there, one that I think should be brought into... Is it into a pint? A pint? Some could say. So... A pinto bean. Uh, side, side track. A large version uh, of the pinto bean. I met... I didn't just meet them, okay. but I coach a large group of middle school girls right. that thought it was a pint. Oh, no. 
they didn't know it was a pint. Like for real? Yeah, like actually. Oh, no. And then there were some other kids there that were older that were like, oh, no, I just recently reconfirmed that it was a pint and not a pint. Who's that and confused I was like, you about fucking it? Fucking idiots. No, right? Okay, so, so, and that's the other thing, too, is like you can't get too confused or too like worried about it because 90% of the time, that kid's not worrying about anything other than them not like actively shitting themselves right. or something like that. <laughs> Or not just falling over for no reason. I can't yeah. say I don't have the same worries. Less the shitting, more the right. falling over. But definitely, <laughs> but we just aged sixty-five years, right? So who but knows? definitely, still both. Um, I don't know, man, because I get it. Like we go, like we used to go play football over there, right. and then they moved the field around, and now it feels like less creepy but it used to be on like the main street and so it's like yeah. oh you have a teacher drive by well they're, they're like why are you grown men playing football at a elementary school right but you i mean like it's not like it's illegal but or it's just anything. a field yeah right <clears throat> and there's a park a couple blocks away but i feel e- equally as uncomfortable at the park they're see and that's what i was saying i was it's not if if we were like lubed up and fucking slippery <laughs> when we're playing i get that that seems like more of an issue <laughs> If we're fucking playing slimy boys and oil-chested men out in the field glistening, that seems like it could be more of a problem. We go over by campus for that. We c- Nobody wants to see this body oiled. And you know how I know that is because I don't want to see this body oiled. The amount of angles that Sheen could fling off of is fascinating. And not because I got like good abs, but it's just like circles do weird shit to sh- uh, to to the sun. They deflect at weird angles. Sun dogs, dude. Speaking of dogs, I'm up to ten. Yo, it's been a good month. There's still a few days. People thought people are sleeping on me again. They're like, oh, this reminds me. Um, they were like, oh, uh, you're doing the dog thing again. <laughs> like you fucking, you bet, you bet I am. Um, one of those people was a Tinder date, Zane. Really? Would you believe that? Really? Really. Go ahead. Give me the give me the information. Let me start by saying that this girl was perfectly sweet and perfectly nice and was a totally great sport. And for that I appreciate it. Go on. This is more this upcoming little talk here is more of a commentary on how fucking weird objectively blind and or Tinder dates can be. Go on. Match with this girl, very nice, goes to school here, had, you know, uh, bonded over the fact that her profile was something about, like, if you got dogs that I can pet, hit me up. So I did. Good start. Hit her up. You got a Rue-based dog. I got a Rue-based dog. We'll come back to that. Good. This girl is, you know, around my age, perfectly nice, like, you know, pretty cute, all this stuff. And Tinder normally goes one of two ways. You either like match with the person and then they unmatch you because they're like, oh, fuck. Oops. <laughs> or they leave you there for a few days and then you send a message and then they get rid of you. Right. So very rare, at least personally, is it for me to get something back, especially a substantive conversation. Okay. And it's not to say that I'm not like, again, there's shitty people out there right. who are leading off with like, yo, how about dicks, huh? Hey, have you met my friend Satan? No. His last name is my face. Gross. <laughs> Even I'm mad about that. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's spelled with a C. Come I on, get it. man. Um, so, but you know, talk with this girl, super sweet, end up being like, hey, think you're really cute. Can I grab your number? And then we'll set up some time to go, you know, hang out, grab some coffee, grab right. a drink, do whatever. Right. Get her number, end up talking for another day or so. 
And I'm like, hey, you know, I got a free day coming up. School's about to start again. Let's meet up here at this time. And Reasonable. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, the actual date itself, very fun. Went to the break. Got some tea. Good choice. Got some cheesecake. Casual. Sat and chatted. Good. I feel like that's how it's got to be the old for a first chit. Right. The satin chat. Right. The old satin chat. The old tea and you and me. The old uh, Teddy Roosevelt fireside chats. Yeah. Yeah. Those. That seems, yeah. <laughs> he built a fire and sat by them and talked to his ghost friends the, from the, the Ben Civil Franklin, War. please and thank you. This is going to hurt people <laughs> who are history buffs because none of it's right. Well, maybe they should get stronger in their history if they're considering themselves buff. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. You look like a history endomorph. Wait, what's the what's the small one? Endomorph? I don't ectomorph? No. Mesomorph? Anamorph? Anamorph. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, but I meet with this girl and okay, first things first. There's nothing more annoying at least personally than somebody who says, "I'm not, you know, I'm whatever height, but I'm not going to fucking even think about a person who's under X height. Right. Typically six feet, rounded off. Yeah. It's cool to have preferences, and it's cool to have types. Right. My thought, though, is while you have that, A, either be less explicit about it. One of the few times I will advocate not communicating something. Right. Or two, advocate for the types that you can actually have an effect on. Right. Nobody's going to sprout up two or three inches overnight. And Just be like, for you. Oh, it's changed. Right. Okay. Well, maybe. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. Two or three? Come on. So, um, but long story short, it was also one of those things, too, where like people take or pe- people use uh, pictures on their profile that accentuate certain features about yeah, them. Make them look good. Right. Exactly. You're not going to put, gotta. well, I thought this and then being on. Any sort of dating app for a while has taught me to never have faith in other people. Yeah. Um, which, again, more was a reaffirmation, not a, really a, a first-time lesson. Okay. So this girl shows up, super cute. She was like 5'1". Okay. You talk about feeling creepy hugging somebody. <laughs> I, like, go to hug this girl, and I just <laughs> swallowed her on accident. You're like, okay, like, good thing Zane was across the street from a school. <laughs> right, exactly. And I was like, this reminds me of Zane feeling uncomfortable. And I thought, let me say this, I did think of you briefly. I was like, this must what this must be what it's like. Talking to live to up everybody, here. To, to be on the Mount Olympus of tall boys <laughs> and look down upon these peons, because she was so sweet, but she was so tiny. Okay. And I was like, great. This is awesome. I feel bad, though, that you're hugging me and your, like, nose is at my, like, solar plexus or belly button. <laughs> Don't headbutt like, me. I will go down. Right. As a not tall person, to have somebody that distinctively shorter, like, that, it's a, like a monumental difference at that point, right. was not like a, oh, date's over, but was more just like, huh, you nice. framed your, per- like, you framed your perspectives very well in your pictures, because never in a million years. Well, and again, I'm like expecting somebody to walk in at yay high up on the door and they right. walk in about a foot below that. And I'm like, okay, I looked cool. right over them. I'm into it. And so again, we <clears throat> chat, we talk, whatever, and have a decent time. Not going to be a second one, but that's whatever. Like it wasn't for any bad reason, but here's where I think things get so weird is that in a standard social situation or like at a bar, you look like you got to say something. Okay. At a bar, in a school, at work. Whatever it may be. On a bus, on a train. On an aeroplane. In the park or in the dark. I do not like green eggs and ham. <laughs> I do not like them. <laughs> Sam, Sam, I, I am. am. <laughs> um, 
in a standard Dr. Seuss situation, right? In a Seussical the musical, there's going to be some sort of interaction that makes you like at least have some basis of interacting with that person. Right. Where Something that's going to stick. Right. Where it's like a mutual friend or it's a funny story that you can talk about or a regular story. It doesn't even right. have to be that good. Some common experience. Oh, like so most of the stories we tell. Right. <laughs> Stuff that's a common experience that's not that good. Something that makes people think, darn, I wish I didn't have to hear about that again. So with this girl, though, I mean, we ended up talking about what? We talked about music, which I like the question, what's your favorite band? There's no worse question to ask me personally. Yeah. Because that's like, hey, what's the answer to every math problem all at once? <laughs> and I'm like, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Right. And I'm like, uh, 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 but, you know, had similar music tastes, talked about like TV shows, stuff like that. But the whole time, it felt like she was interviewing me and I felt like I was interviewing her. Right. Bro, the whole time. Bro. Bro. Literally? The bro. whole time. The whole time. It was astounding. <laughs> And, and so I guess that's where it leads to, is that whether it was just this one or, I mean, because again, I've heard similar things from other people where they're like, that person is plenty nice. It's yeah. not that I would have any problem hanging out with them again. It's also just that you hear about like the spark of the connection or whatever. Yeah. And there's just nothing there. And it seems strange to inherently just be like, yes, this these four pictures of a person and one sentence about petting a dog is what is going to lure me in. Well, got you in the room. So that's... Yeah. It's foot in the door, man. And let me tell you, Rue got- uh, This was your internship. You got, got paid in experience dude, points. Rue got extra pets <laughs> that night. Rue's been scoring me dates left and right. Nice. And I couldn't be more thankful. Nice. Speaking of Rue- Go on. I saw Gumbo Girl today. Yes! She flashed a nice little smile. Yeah. She was being real nice. <laughs> Good. And I didn't talk to her. On purpose? No, I had to go to class. Oh, okay. But she but still exists. Now, okay, and let me qualify this. You know me well enough to know- that I may likely or may not, unlikely, suffer from facial blindness. Okay. Now, for those of yes. you who don't know, facial blindness is an actual medical condition where people see faces and recognize two eyes, nose, mouth, ears, whole shebang. But Common face. Wait, what? Common face. Right. Just a standard uh, regulation uh, boy or lady face. Right. But... People, and this is not to diminish our audience, our big chunk of audience who actually <laughs> suffers from facial blindness. But there's been a running we conspiracy corner that I suffer from it because when we used to hang out at our old studios, a picture or a topic of someone would come up and I'd say, that person looks exactly like blank. Right. And inherently it would be like Denzel Washington looks a lot like Alexander Jennifer Love Hamilton. Hewitt. And it's like, no, they don't. <laughs> Jennifer. I've tried to explain this a few times. It's not so much that that person looks exactly like. Now, this is going against my exact words that I said. <laughs> I said, bar none, they are identical to a fault, which was probably on me. <laughs> but, but instead, what I should have said was this one picture that we're all looking at right now. Reminds me similar. of a feature or some memory in my past of an interaction or viewing of that other person. And since that memory has been sparked, there is a connection, albeit small, between these two, maybe in my brain alone. The problem with that is halfway through that sentence, no one would still be in the room. 
And so instead I say, guys, can you believe how much blank looks like blank? And then they say, fuck you. You're being dumb. They don't don't look your eyes alike. work, idiot? And then that's it. And then we do something else. So am I gathering that it may not have been Gumbo Girl? <laughs> what you're gathering is that I'm going to be real honest and I can't say that I remember exactly what she looks like. <laughs> Other than that, I was got she working at the similar cute the place? lady feelings. Yeah, she was well, getting off her th- shift. That's a better. It's a chance. high probability. It's not a random person. It's a much like, better chance if she was actually at work. Okay, and my theories were like part of some athletic team. She okay. had the Grizz backpack, like the with the tag on it. Okay, and so I was like, Soccer okay, that's player. plus. Like, brunetti redhead. Soccer player. Right, right. About same stature. Soccer player. Nice smile asks about soup a lot. Really, I got to see four of those five things. Okay. The smile was there. The soup question, who knows? The soup today was delicious. It was Ooh, bacon cheddar corn. Soup du jour. I had a very Hot similar soup, soup today. Go ahead and tell me about I had your cheddar day. vegetable. Come on, that was a fucking quality ride. Yeah. You better believe it. What soup did you have? I had a cheddar vegetable nice. soup. What, wait, some potatoes. Hold on okay. Some small brocks that I know you don't Immediately like. Immediately not a fan. Because the thing, as soon as you said cheddar vegetable, for whatever reason. It was reason, cheddar broccoli soup. Yeah. I was oh, just trying to yeah, sugarcoat oh, it for okay, you. Yeah, okay. Well, sugarcoated broccoli is disgusting. <laughs> just ask me. <laughs> Trust me. I eat that. I've tried. Not that exact thing, but something close. Yeah. Hey, uh, I think it's time for our second sponsorship. Go ahead. That's you. Me. <laughs> Guys, I really want to tell you about a super special sponsorship. They reached out all the way from uh, Ayahuasca, Kansas. They're a new startup. And I, I know that I've been in a situation before where th- this next sponsor would have really come in handy. Um, let's give a big shout out to Jensen's Fighting Spoons <laughs> for fighting, not eating. Now, Jensen's provides a quality product at an affordable price. Have you ever been walking late in the evening or night even, perhaps? You ever do that? Yeah, once. Have you encountered a strange figure? Ooh. Usually me, but yes. That's hurtful to you. (laughs) I don't encourage it. You ever said, boy, I better cross the street because I ain't got my pair of fighting spoons on me? (laughs) Well, yeah. So have I. And Zane, we've partnered up with Jensen's Fighting Spoons. That's Jensen's Fighting Spoons. No G. Jensen's Jay. Fighting Spoons. Jensen. They have S-E-N been so. S E N or S O N? Fight in. Jensen. No. Jensen. Fight in. Fight in. Spoons. Spoons. Guys, these guys are the bee's knees. <laughs> My buddy Two John Frenchmen. Carlo recommended them. Can you believe that? John Carlo! He loves the spoons. Giancarlo, fight me. Fight me with these spoons. And the, the boy said, no, Giancarlo. Those are F- Jensen's fighting spoons. For fighting, not eating. Guys, now, Jensen's- Now, Tyler, a- yeah, did, they, did they send us a promotional code? You know what, Zane? I was just about to tell our lovely, lovely listeners. If you go to jensensfightingspoons.org- I thought it was a .gov. I actually, <laughs> God damn it, you fucked my joke up. If you go to Jensen's Fighting Spoons, apostrophes included .government, <laughs> you can type in promo code scoop em up <laughs> to upgrade to Stronger Alloy for 25% less. Can you believe that? Oh, man. 
Once again, that's Jensen's, J-E-N-S-E-N, apostrophe, type out the word apostrophe, S, <laughs> fighting apostrophe, that one's just a regular one, spoons, dot Cambodian government, and type in promo code, scoop them up, <laughs> scoop them up. They'll know who, who sent you. They'll know because... You'll have typed in who sent you. <laughs> and that'll be identified by the code scoop em up. <laughs> Once again, that's a 25, 25, maybe more percent stronger alloy. You don't want to get a bendy boy spoon in a big boy fight. This is You're going to try and scoop up a bowl of cold and creamy <laughs> with some weak ass shit <laughs> made of some fuck boy alloy. <laughs> You're going to throw this shit on me? No. You know why? Because I scoop them up for 25% off a strong, meaty, sexy boy alloy. Jensen's does not recommend their fighting spoons for in-prison fights. Or eating. It specifically says it. Guys, thank you so much to our sponsors this week. Jensen's Fighting Spoons and The The Strip. Tune in next week to see what new sponsors we have, probably crowdsourced from you guys. Hopefully. Um, so since we're talking about spoons, yeah. I'm going to talk about the kind for eating. Okay. Do you ever feel like you spend more money than you make on food? Spend more money than I make on food. Like you're like, how do I continuously have money for food when I don't necessarily yeah. make? Well, I you do, know how I, I know that is money, because I but... eat like a fucking asshole all the time. Right. I, come, not, yeah. I, I don't keep snacks around at my house. So instead of being able to grab a granola bar and munch, right. I go and buy a full meal right. somewhere, right. and that's my snack. And <laughs> I'm right there with you. I was looking at my budget today that's been kindly helped by that 25% off. Scoop them up! <laughs> Code. And uh, I realized that, fuck me, I'd have a lot more money if I was less of an asshole 100% of my life. Right. Every day, I'm, like, I'm going to go grab some lunch. Can you believe that? Yo. What if? Yo. Can, imagine a scenario where I had saved not only 25% and not only 50% on a legs and wings combo. That's people, legs, chicken, wings. If that, if that was what I was spending my hard-earned chicken baby boy strips. money on, if I use my shiny body boy money on it, hate that (laughs) if i wriggled around the street lubed up see this is why i feel like it's just illegal to live next to a school like this conversation not okay to have this talk right now as close as we are within 500 feet of a school (laughs) i can't measure that much i got a short tape measure it's gotta be more than 500 feet it's not it's not because it's to the wall, but to like, their property. More no. like 500 street, depending on the block you're on. Oh, yeah. If I'm spending my hard-earned sexy boy money on it, those legs and wings, I'm getting a two-for-one deal and saving money. But I don't know, man. Because I, I agree. It's one of those things you should cook more. I used to love to cook. I lived with. I still enjoy cooking. I just hate doing dishes. Right, and then I lived in a place where we didn't do the dishes. Yeah, a lot, Hooray. myself included. <laughs> and then I don't cook anymore. That sounded like it was going to be a past tense, but it's not. It's real right now. I don't do it. 
and it's a bummer because I Dorellis. My thought is this. I'm still waiting and people are going to say that's what a recipe book's for asshole there's plenty of websites that'll do it uh, fucking call your parents or whatever and ask them for recipe ideas if there was somebody who not only suggested something but forced me to cook three to four nights a week you can say good fucking blue apron well they didn't sponsor us Jensen's fighting spoons did so hit me the fuck up blue apron get me cooking again not a sponsor all I'm saying is, right, I, I'm with you. Because yeah. I, I did that two days ago. Yeah. I wanted a snack, and I was out of granola bars. Like, if I spend, so, say there's five days in a week. Go ahead. Because there are that I work. Some might say. Uh, well, the world may I never know. I work 12 days a week. That's too many. How many um, jobs have you got? Six? I don't get tired. It seems like you're not getting that tired. Um, But say I go to lunch four out of those five days. Okay. On average. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm Bill Belichick, and uh, Patriots. You know, uh, well, win the championship. You think I love Next bad question. Bougie. You think I'm gonna lose some bad and bougie? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Belichick got left off bad and bougie. Hashtag Bill Belichick got left off bad and bougie. Um, but uh, and I spend five dollars for lunch. That's mm-hmm. conservative, sure. Um, because I usually spend like eight to ten dollars for lunch. Exactly. Uh, but four days a week at five dollars a day. That's twenty bucks. Right. A week. Right. Every week. Yeah. They're fifty-two weeks in a year. So many. That's one thousand four hundred dollars. I'm definitely not going to fact check you on that because I believe you. What's well, fifty-two times two? It's one hundred and four. Yeah. One thousand forty dollars. Yeah, okay. Shouldn't have believed you. It's the problem. <laughs> Um, Something around there. No, I feel you. I know, and that's the crazy. You know, and that's you can one buy with one thousand forty dollars. Like the the nice. Part, I'm sorry. What? You know, what you can buy with one thousand forty dollars. The world may never probably know a things. lot of stuff. We can't be sure about that. Yeah, you could buy a girl a cheesecake. Cheesecake really late at night. You could really in the nighttime. It's sensational. sensational. <laughs> so that actually brings me because we mentioned having six jobs. For those of you who don't listen to a lot of rap music like us. Bullies. Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates has a song. He's a rapper. He's a rapist. Yeah. And he has a song where one of the, his choruses ends, I got six jobs. I don't get tired. Let's be honest. He probably gets drowsy at minimum. But additionally, there was a guy, there's a guy, I don't remember his name because he's not a sponsor. I'm not going to shout him out, but shout out. And he reviews food okay. online. Okay. He basically like sets up his phone and like kind of like lays on his bed or whatever and just kind of looks at the screen and then reviews like BuzzFeed food like tasty videos or whatever. Okay. But they're fucking oh, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, that guy's great. Where like things will be going totally fine. Like they were making mac and cheese and he was like, ooh, girl, this looks so good. I would make this in a heartbeat. Ooh, baby. And then all of a sudden they pour a bunch of fucking vegetables into it like Brussels sprouts and he's like, oh, oh, no. Bring the friendly white lady back. She was making them so good. What are they doing with these Brussels sprouts? Get them out of here. <sighs> he apparently goes on Ellen. I'm good. telling you this apparently from my own noggin. Because okay. I remember it. And he has six jobs. Well, he had five, and then Ellen gave him a job. Spoiler alert. Wow. And now he has six. And so my question to him is, does he get tired? He might. Is it a... Is it like a one, two, three, four, five job scenario where you're very tired by five? Right. And then you're so tired, like you've stayed up all night, and then the next day just kind of happens. Get you reinvigorated. Forget stuff, but you make it through the day as a danger to society and others. Yeah. Don't drive. 
don't offer but you're not tired True. by being so tired are you then not tired anymore is that what he's talking about six jobs maybe that's too many no i think he just he just imagine doing your taxes what yeah six w-2s no you minimum? have somebody else to do that for you what saying i got one more topic i want to talk about today hit me with it hit me one time it's a question hit I'm me gonna... twice i'm not gonna hit you twice you're very strong okay. oh okay and I'd hurt my fists. They're very weak. Well, that's why I use Jensen's fighting spoons, fighting spoons for. <laughs> my question, and I thought of this using the restroom today, reading on Twitter, was has the internet been around long enough to need historians? Like internet historians? Yeah. Because like I think who I've tells seen... you the history of the internet? Right. Or like starts writing books on it for classrooms to study... And shit like that, because yes. if you think, okay, and I, I want to get into that, my initial thought is that I agree, it's been around long enough, but like, I was reading an article about a guy on Twitter who was just kind of like, just a meme lord, you know, he's just a guy, Okay. and he has been on like internet forums, and then when Twitter showed up, he moved over there, Right. and like, Certain elements of internet history, if one exists, right, can be traced to this person or certain other people online that just are kind of now accepted. Okay. And so then that poses a secondary like, question. Such as like, well, their the example Iraq? Was, right. <laughs> like, are you talking about the copy pasta that's like... No, I was talking about Miss North Carolina, who was... Oh, shit, right. <laughs> yeah, no. And, like, okay, so stuff like that. Or stuff that emerged on, like, weird pre-social media forums. Right. And so, like, apparently and one of his things... And then has made it through. Right, one of his <clears throat> things was, like, using, like, 12 commas when you only need one. Right. And people just kind of do it, and that's where it's definitely from. That's the first origin of it. Yeah. But, like, that leads to also, like... If there's internet historians, are there meme historians? It moves at such a fast pace. There's the meme economy right. on Reddit yeah, where they can kind of track what's moving up and what's moving down. But, like, that's going to be – because you see all these crazy professions like fucking Jackson Galaxy – or Jackson Galaxy, I think is his name. And he's a cat thera- – or he's like a cat psychic or something yeah. like that. Cat whisperer guy that yeah. makes a cat not evil. Yeah. And there's like people with sweet like space lawyer is a fucking job, and so I'm like that sounds like a future job for sure, right. internet historian. Yeah. But there has to be if somebody can study something that wasn't even necessarily taking notes on in like however many years ago, right? Just throughout all history, then what's to say that like we're what twenty thirty years into the internet at most? Right. So much shit has <clears throat> happened so yeah. far, and that uh, that's my argument for why you would have internet historians is because it has changed so fast and so many times from when it started. Like internet used to be like you had an office, you had an ISP for that office and you could communicate within your office, you know, to where we're at today where pretty much anybody can communicate with anybody else anywhere. Like if you have a Twitter account, you're on the same Twitter as somebody in fucking Sweden who's on Twitter. Right. Like that was the cool part about like early Twitter too was like if you were in with like a celebrity who may not be even the biggest celebrity. Right. But like with a somewhat notable one that people would know, 
on early Twitter, you could tweet at that person before like verification and stuff like that. Right. They would see it just as much as they would see their friends' tweets. Right. And then you could have a conversation with an artist or, uh, you know, a musician or a famous person technologically or whatever. Right. And they would have the option to respond to you. Obviously, things have changed now. It's harder to do that. Right. But you still see stuff like that where it's like, you know, verified gets – if a verified person posts, speaking just on Twitter, verified <laughs> person posts and a verified person responds, then those will be the first correspondences and they can set to see like, oh, I only want to see correspondence from XYZ or just verified people or whatever. Right. But – at the same time, like that's all changed. Yeah. That's and that's been like what five, ten years? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know how long. YouTube's been like around. eleven years old. Yeah. Maybe eleven. No, it's more than that. Is it 2005, really? Two thousand five, ma'am. Oh shit. Yeah. YouTube turned 13, 14, 15. YouTube could go to school right across the street. Yeah. Damn. Oh, they could go to a bigger, better school than that. That's a pretty nice school. They're out of elementary school. Damn. All I'm saying was like it just it seemed like such an interesting idea because like in comm classes and undergrad and stuff we would talk about like oh how crazy it is that um, you had a culture based in hieroglyphics and would communicate using images and like what a ridiculous thing who would ever do that and then now all I do is send gifs to people <laughs> that perfectly express my feelings and emotions at that exact moment better than words and make could. them hate you well yeah <laughs> like for sure <laughs> definitely you thought I was gonna disagree I don't. No, because I, I know how it goes. But I just live, like I live the life. But then, okay, so thirty years from now, right? Let's say you know a a kid at that school, perhaps, is he going to be taking a class? She going to be taking a class? They going to be taking a class in internet history, right Maybe. alongside like, or is that a section in their world history class? Like Maybe. it feels like a too big of a thing to not have some sort of collection of history about it. Even for yeah. being twenty to thirty years old. Yeah. Well, I mean, and there's archives of all all kinds of stuff and whatnot, and like you can even just break it down and be like, "Here's the evolution of Google and right. Amazon, and this is when crypto broke the internet right. and stuff like that." And it doesn't even have to go that much more in depth because I don't think, like, you don't talk about unless you're taking a very niche class, right? Fuck people who say niche. I was going to say, um, uh, do you mean niche? <laughs> um, you're not going to study specifically internet humor. Right. If you're studying... Like, there are uh, no, probably like, people out there who do that. If you're studying, like, if you're in uh, an elective in college and it's, you know, Ryan Reynolds tweets from 2009 to 2015, it's like, right. sure. Then you'll cover that's those a very in specific class. He's a funny guy. Yeah, he is a hilarious But that's dude. what I mean. Like, can somebody... I just basically... I'm trying to emotionally and mentally prepare myself for the day that I either hear from a future child or something like it shows up on a TV show that says like, oh, fucking Elijah Kuchenbach is a meme historian. <laughs> or he's an, you know, an what internet. I feel like I know somebody with that name. Elijah Kuchenbach? <laughs> yeah. That's a very specific name. <laughs> Sounds very familiar. Me and Johnny, er, him and, 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 and Sloan Kettering and I blazed it up every day, if you could believe that. <laughs> oh, I had one other quick thing Please do, we got time I don't remember what it was We got less time then <laughs> <laughs> This is where Zane sings a beautiful song for everyone That was the Halo theme song Like sped up a little bit? Yeah Okay Not the oh uh, That's because I was thinking maybe an octave up and sped up 
No, it's the it's like. Oh, the fucking sweet guitar part, right? Yeah, like where you're motoring along and you're warthog, you fucking drive off a cliff, and you're like, the sound the the fucking arbiter makes when you kill him. Crazy, sticks with you, haunts my dreams. You're like, ah man, this was so much more fun than being Master Chief, because you got sorted. Fucking, I was playing Halo One the other day. Yes. Um. I, I remember why people got so addicted to that game. Sure. Because it's fun as shit, especially the remastered one. Oh, yeah. Um, but there's one part, and Halo 1 was real janky as far as like sticking people with sticky grenades. Sure. And you couldn't get swords, but people could fuck you up with swords, and they like they ruined your life. Right. And so there's this one part, you run into this tunnel, and there are at least two... Maybe three, because if you die enough, sometimes I feel like it it overloads the game some and it doesn't load properly. I swear there were three, like the first five times I ran through. Okay. And the second ten times I ran through <laughs> and continually died. Right. There are only two. Okay. Um, but these cloaked guys, you can't see them, right. and they have swords, and they just fucking appear. You can't kill them fast enough. That sucks. Unless you hit them with a sticky. Uh, okay. And so you have to strategically figure out where they are, stick one, get out of the blast radius, watch out for the other one who's going to run at you, stick him, and fucking book it out of there and not die. And then with what little health you have left, because you inevitably hit yourself with your own grenade, run outside into a battlefield and steal somebody's ship. I'm into it. That's why it's fun. That sounds fun. Zane, I got one more thing. We can go out on this. Right. Guys, If I'm going to read a story that I heard. Oh, that was it. Okay. Oh. I'm not going to read a story no more. Okay. I am so no, sorry. Go ahead. That's fine. Uh, I don't know how I forgot about this. So, okay. you know, Facebook pops up your memories. Right. Okay. And uh, I want to think that I was this creative. Okay. But I have no idea where I got this list from. Okay. But this popped up on my Facebook memories from 2012. Okay. 12.29 a.m. This is going on one in the morning, okay? Mm-hmm. I posted this as my status. Top 10 signs your Amish teen is in trouble. Uh, what? There's 10 Again, signs? I have zero recollection of this. No, no, okay, so... I don't know if I stole it for somebody. I really hope that I came up with it by myself. Yeah, because that's hilarious. We're going to go through the list. Okay. I'm into that. Let me find some music real quick. Because I, I, I also have a similar... Well, my story is the exact opposite, but we can <laughs> use the music for it, I think. How about ukulele? Top 10 signs your Amish teen is in trouble. 10. Sometimes stays in bed till after 6 a.m. 9. In his socks drawer, you find pictures of women without bonnets. 8. Shows up at barn raising in full kiss makeup. <laughs> Seven, when you criticize him, he yells, thou suck. (laughs) His name is Jebediah, but he goes by Jeb Daddy. Oh, big Jeb Daddy, I know him. Five, definitely says, if I had a radio, I'd listen to rap. Oh, that's controversial right there. Four, you come upon his secret stash of colorful socks. Three, uses slang expression, Talk to the hand because the beard ain't listening. Fuck. 
was recently pulled over for driving under the influence of cottage cheese. <laughs> That's what makes me think I came up with it. That's, that, yeah, that definitely sounds like that sounds like a U type so joke. Dumb. Number one, the number one sign that your Amish teen is in trouble. The number He's one. wearing his big black hat backwards. Guys, this has been a list of the top 10 things to watch out for if you have Amish children. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to pause it there. You talked about the blast zone. Yeah. And there was a funny, funny person who wrote a, a brief story about a bad experience they had in a grocery store. Really? The the I'm going to say this. If you... It's not horribly gross it's more funny than anything some people are weird about hearing a story where somebody toots and if you're one of those people this is about time that you wrap it up this is where you sign off bye for everyone else who's still with us <laughs> there's a story that uh, just a random internet person wrote turns out it was a copy pasta but that's fine and I'm gonna read it for you we'll call it here how's that sound sounds great okay Get the music back. Thank you. Oh, YouTube app doesn't work. I'm going to have Zane play the music real quick. I'll find some music. Guys, the story, I was reading it earlier today, and it made me laugh uncomfortably loud by myself. Good. In SBA, in, a, in my little office, if you can believe that. And the story comes to us from Reddit user. Oh, wow. Reddit user, the quasi-legal. What sort of music we got here? I was hoping for a more upbeat. This is a rap beat? What is this? Okay. This is a Method Man beat. So. Okay. It'll get started in just a second here. All right, guys. This is so long. I feel like I gotta rap this. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I went to the grocery shopping recently. Well, not being altogether sure that, of course, the action was the wise one. You see, the previous evening, I had prepared and consumed a massive quantity of my patented You're Definitely Gonna Shit Yourself Chili. Tasty stuff, albeit hot to the point of being painful, which comes with a written guarantee for me that if you eat the next day, both of your butt cheeks will fall off. What? Here's the thing. I had awakened that morning, and even after two cups of coffee, and you all know what that means, nothing happened. No Watson's movement number two? despite habanera pepper swimming through their way through the intestinal tract. I appear to be unable to create the usual morning symphony referred to by my next-door neighbors as thunder and lightning. Knowing that a time of reckoning had to come, but not yet sure of just when, I bravely set off for the market, a local Walmart grocery store that I often haunt in search of tasty tidbits. Upon entering the store, at first all seemed normal, I selected a cart and I began pushing it around, dropping an item for the purchase. It wasn't until I was at the opposite end of the store from the restroom that the pain hit me. Yeah. Oh, don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm referring to that, uh-oh, gotta go, pain that it always seems to hit at the wrong time. The thing is, this pain was different. Go ahead and laugh into the microphone. <laughs> the habaneras in the chili from the night before were staging a revolt. In a mad rush for freedom, they bullied their way through the small intestines forcing their way into the large intestines. And before I could take one step in the direction of the restrooms, which would bring sweet relief, 
it happened. The peppers fired a warning shot. There I stood, alone in the spice and baking aisles, suddenly enveloped in a noxious cloud, the likes of which had never before been recorded. I was afraid to move for fear more of this vile odor might escape me. Slowly, oh so slowly, the pressure seemed to leave the lower part of my body, and I began to move up the island out of it, just as an elderly woman turned into it. Now, I don't know what made me do it, but I stopped to see what her reaction would be to the malodorous effluvium that refused to dissipate as she walked away. Good word. Thank you so much. I definitely missed... Oh, I didn't pronounce it incorrectly. Have you ever been torn in two different directions emotionally? Here's what I mean, and I'm sure some of you can at least be able to relate. Now, I could have watched that poor woman, but I didn't. I could have warned her. I simply watched as she walked into an invisible and apparently indestructible wall of odor. So terrible that all she could do before gathering her senses and running was to stand there blinking and waving her arms around her head as though trying to ward off a, a herd of angry bees. This, of course, made me feel terrible. But then it made me laugh. Mistake. Now here's the thing. When you laugh, it's hard to keep things clamped down, if you know what I mean. With each new guffaw, an explosive issue burst forth from my nether region. Some were so loud and echoing that I was later told a few folks in other aisles had ducked, fearing that someone robbing the store fired off a shotgun. <laughs> Suddenly, things were no longer funny. No more laughing. Zane, sh- tie it up. Locked down. It was coming, and I raced to the store towards the restroom, laying down a cloud the whole way, praying that I'd make it before the Grand Mall explosion took place. Luck was on my side. Just in the nick of time, I got to the john and began the inevitable, oh my god, floating above the toilet seat. One poor fellow walked in while I was in the middle of what is the true meaning of, quote, shock and awe. He made a gagging sound and disgustedly said, son of a bitch, and quickly left. Once finished, I left the restroom, reacquired my partially filled shopping cart, and intended to carry on with my shopping when a store employee approached me and said, uh, sir, you might want to step outside for a few minutes, uh. It appears some prankster set off a stink bomb in the store. The manager's going to run the vent fans on high for a minute or two, which ought to take care of the problem. (laughs) That, of course, set me off again, causing residual gases to escape me. The employee took one sniff, jumped back, pulling up his shirt to cover his nose and pointing at me in an accusing manner, shouting, It's you! (laughs) Then ran off moments later to return with the manager. I was unceremoniously escorted from the premises and asked none too kindly to not return. (laughs) Home again, without having shopped, I realized there was nothing to eat but leftover chili, so I consumed two more bowls. The next day, I went to shop at Albertsons. I can't say any more about that because we're in court over the whole matter. Bastards (laughs) claim they're going to have to repaint the whole store. (laughs) Guys, this has been a dramatic rap recreation of a gross story from a gross boy. And this ends our podcast. Thank you so much for listening. See y'all at the strip. Leave your fighting spoons at home.